Welcome back to the last episode of the Hooligans Pitch for the English Premier League. As always, I'm Michael, and I'm here with... Your boy, Chad. What's up, Chad? How's it going? Good. Uh, we made it to the this milestone of the end of the season. End of the season, episode 37, match day 38. We just missed our timing there. We were a little busy. We had to run around, do a couple things. Uh mm-hmm. Saw each other in real life, which was fascinating. I, I love that you said it's so nice to not see you behind a screen. And I think someday we'll get to that point. Maybe like episode, if, if we're doing our estimations right, roughly 40 episodes a season. By episode 120, we'll be doing this in person. So Good. we got a little bit a little bit longer, but we'll get there. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it was great to see you for a brief yep. little hangout. But, um, you know, there was plenty of footy to talk. And Holy moly. Let's uh, let's let's get uh, into it then. Yeah. <laughs> um, to commemorate the last day of the season, we'll be drinking, doing a little toast. Um, I will start because we've ripped on them all year. I decided nothing beats a spur than a turkey, so we're going <laughs> we're going with a little wild turkey to uh, to cap okay. our season. How about you? Um. Look, I just got the tequila because it, hey. it makes me feel good, and this was a fun season. So, all right, well, hey, salute, <laughs> cheers, brother, cheers. <laughs> Woo, Woo-hoo! there we go. Get the pod going. <laughs> yeah, and to get the pod going even more, because it's been a a vacation week, we're going with a Blue Mountain Curs to cla- just to just to top it off. So that's that's what I'm drinking. Look. Those mountains are blue, so you know it's nice and cold, ready for you. In a nice, cold, hooligans pitch glass. Oh, mm. man. Um, I picked up the Lagunitas Island Beats Tropical IPA. Oh, shit. Beats. Not why it's not great. Oh, but, okay. You know, it's no uh, it's no Voodoo Ranger. I'm just saying. New Belgium. Yeah, it's Wait. true. Shout outs. <laughs> We're waiting for you. We're waiting. <laughs> Um, well, cheers to you. Um, again, we still have one more game to go for our pool, but this has been a hell of a 38 weeks, if that's what you want to call it. So, mm-hmm. mm. Mm. yeah, it's been a great season. What, I a, think as, what a ride. As an Arsenal fan, it's been great. As like neutral fan of other Premier League happenings, I think it's been pretty great. Some good stories in there. You know, some some comebacks, some uh, some shaky starts that ended up better. Some some great starts that didn't maybe live up to the dream. But David Moyes not getting fired. Hey, look, he tried his hardest. Okay, <laughs> he tried so hard, <laughs> he really did. That last the, the last handshake of it, the last game, I saw him. I was like, how did he make it? I just part of me thinks West Ham just waited too long to make a decision, and then they were like. Well, there's not really any other great opportunities to like sign a, a notable manager right now, so I guess we just ride it out. And I, I mean, it worked. So. They did. They did. Um, all right. So should we just talk final day and the and the feelings throughout it? Yeah, yeah I think that's fine. All right. Um, I'll, I'll get us going. You know, Liverpool playing Southampton game really meant nothing to us. <laughs> meant nothing. Yeah, it was kind of just like you know what? Let's literally just go out there and have some fun. Um, that's kind of what looked kind of what both sides I think we're trying to do fans are having a good time I think it's kind of nice when a relegated team I think just knows that like this is like you know we're going down we don't got to worry on our last day 
Um, just go out there and give it your all. And to be fair, like it was cool to see James Milner kick off. That was like oh, a huge yeah. sign of respect. Firmino getting a goal that looked like he wanted to kick it three times, then just like almost like missed, stuttered, stuttered, and then makes the keeper. It was like everything that a, a, a Liverpool team and a Southampton team could have done. I think we saw in that game. And then a, a, a 4-2 comeback by Southampton and then a 4-4 comeback by Liverpool. I was just like, what in the <laughs> hell is going on? I won't lie to you. I wasn't. That was not my focus of the day just because oh, that yeah. game meant nothing. But, um, you know, I was thinking, is this a was this a successful season? Am I happy with how it went? It's like, I don't know. And that's, I think, once we kind of talk about all the games, I'm going to do a, we'll do a speed run through all the teams and just give them like an A through F grade. Um, sure. And, you know, I'll just do Liverpool. Now, I think, I got to give us like a C because it's not, it wasn't awful. We didn't fail, but we also didn't like do what we thought we were going to do, which is challenge for a title. But we also had, you know, a couple of weird injuries, the world cup. There's so many weird factors that of course every team has to go through, but I think our eyes are definitely set on next season and what we need to to fix. I think the, the momentum is definitely there. Um, I'm glad we didn't do anything crazy in terms of like getting rid of our, our top players or thinking about them leaving like Sala um, or even Klopp at that matter or Virgil. No one wants out. Everyone seems to be buying in. So that's that's what I hope we ride into the summertime is just the same kind of uh, same philosophy, same ideas. Because I do believe next year um, we will be we will be running for the title. I, I, I really do think that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think um, Liverpool is... I mean, it was it was already pretty clear of like where they needed reinforcements, but I think this season was like made it abundantly clear of like you need that midfield help. Like Whew. attack is looking great, defense is maybe use one or two, just like extra bodies back there, but otherwise great. Allison's great. Just that midfield is like got a little overrun, and then they yeah, had the injuries and all yeah, that played into it. But yeah, it, they just kind of started to age out a little bit and. Which happens, but you know, it and it at least leaves the the transfer window focus like fairly narrow. It's so it won't be this weird like we signed so and so in in a position we don't need just because you know it should be like <laughs> midfielder midfielder you know maybe a defender maybe more midfield I don't know but um, yeah I would expect nothing less of Liverpool to be challenging again for the title next season. Expect and maybe us. get that Europa League title, you know? I mean, yeah, you got to yeah, I guess that's true. I we're going to we're going to fight in Europe a little bit. Um I don't know how much focus will be there in terms of how yeah. good the title race will be, but um it'll be interesting. I haven't seen us in Europa since Klopp's first year. I think that's that's when it it it, it kind of took off and I remember that comeback against Dortmund. Um and then the eventual loss to Sevilla. Dang. Do you remember watching that game? Yeah, yeah, at the grad. I mean, look, Sevilla does. They do their thing in, in Europa. They're in the final again this year. So, well, we already know. <laughs> it's only fitting that you went out to Sevilla, of course. So. And we we know Emery will probably win uh, the Conference League with Ashton Villa next season. True. So just chalk it up. Just get out of their way. Don't even play them. Just let them win yeah. it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that'll be fun. All right, and for you, for Arsenal, how'd you feel about that last day? Uh, kind of the same thing. Like you know, Wolves are safe, not really playing for too much. Arsenal, you know, second is squarely theirs. It, it was you know no threat of falling down to third, no chance of jumping City for the the title. So 
it was just one of those carefree games. They were out there having a good time. The wolves didn't put a put up much of a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a fun game to watch. Like initially, I had that on my my main TV for the first half, and then by halftime, I think it was already three nil. And you know, it was just it was fun. Um, great to see Jaka get two goals on his probably last Arsenal game. It's not yeah. been announced, but it's like heavily implied and, and rumored that he's he's leaving. Which I mean his redemption arc has just been such a fun thing to watch. He you know <laughs> goes from coming into the club as like finally a, a proper defensive mid signing, even though it's not really the position he likes to play. Um does fine there, but certainly has his, his mental lapses, which caused some some defensive issues. Right. Um and then you know it kind of all like bubbles up under under Emery, and he he gets subbed out. He's he's fans are yelling at him. He kind of yells back at the fans. Has to issue this whole like apology statement, which wasn't really an apology. It was more of like you guys are shitty, and like I'm gonna stand up for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and you know everyone thought you know at that point you know he's out the club, but you know Ateta came in and apparently had some some good conversations with him. And I mean this has been his best season ever for Arsenal. He just, he, you know, occupied that little bit of a more advanced midfield role, um, which, like I've said before, I think is is good for him because it takes some of that defensive worry off of him, which is certainly not a strong suit. And then he ended the season with, I think, like 16 goal contributions or something, which is like what you want from any midfielder, right? Like contributing to the play. So it's nice to see him end on a high with two more goals to his name and you know, I think he uh, he has a lot of fans' respect, so um, it was fun to watch that. So, so let me ask you this, because Bobby, Bobby, mm-hmm. sad to see him go. I still question yeah. him, like, are we sure we want to, like, let this happen? Because <laughs> I won't be surprised if he goes to a competitor and, you know, maybe oh, not, yeah. maybe it doesn't put up the numbers he, he has at Liverpool, but I don't know, man. The guy, the guy finds a way to score, so yeah. deep down, I'm sad. Club legend, for sure. Obviously, Arsenal hasn't had the the trophy case to show that some of their players in the last five, six, seven years have, are club legends, but are you sad to see him go? And I totally understand if you're not. Yeah, I mean, not as sad as, like, as I, if it was, like, a Firmino situation, I think I would feel worse about him leaving, but, um, you know, Jacques is just, he's been in the club for a while, and he's always kind of been that, that leader kind of captain role, whether he has the armband or not, um, which I think is just going to be a big loss anyway. Mm. Um, so that's the that's the part that I, I maybe worry about is like you're losing a, a leadership figure um, and just someone that had that like he has that that like Eastern European just like fight in him, <laughs> and and you kind of need some players with that like, absolutely that like kind of rage that can kind of sometimes bite you in the butt and, you know, get them a red card or whatever, but at this other end of the spectrum, like, it, it gets them fired up, it gets the team fired up sometimes. Um, so I think he will be missed. I'll, I'll definitely miss him, but um, if the rumors of, like, a Declan Rice or someone coming in to replace him, like, that's a worthy upgrade. <laughs> sure, absolutely. So so who do you see replacing him on the uh, on the, the mental toughness, the grittiness side of things? Who, who's going to be that next person to step up? Um, I think maybe Big Gabby in the back. 
he kind of has that that little bit of a fight in him, um, and some of the same like defensive lapses, I guess, that we've seen Jaka make. <laughs> um, not as frequently as he was, but um, he he definitely has that passion, and like he's one of those players where. You know, after a, a, a big tackle or a, a save, like, he's cheering just as if he scored a goal. And yeah. You, you always see him in the, the camera after um, the games going over to the fans, just, like, having a good time with fans and, like, mm-hmm. really cheering and yelling and stuff. So um, I think he'll probably kind of step into that role. And he's been at the club now for a few years. So I think he's, I mean, they're all young, but he's, you know, one of the more senior players at the club now. So, um Probably him, I'd say. Okay. I mean, if if like a Declan Rice does come in, it might be a, a quick kind of um, a sense to like a leadership role, just because he's had a lot of experience and and you know is is looked at as you know pretty highly rated. So he might just kind of command some respect and and show some leadership right away, which is great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can't. I mean. You don't know until it happens, but I would agree with you. I don't really see, like, I was like, maybe Odegaard, if he gets a little tougher or gets a little bit more, like, I don't yeah, know, like, yeah, like aggressive, think, but that's not his role. That's not his, he doesn't want to do that. I mean, yeah. He's too nice, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have that same, like, underlying rage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, he could definitely let it out, and we've seen that at moments where he's frustrated and, and you know, will kind of try and lead the team, whether it's through like a scoring action or, or just getting people positioned properly and stuff. Um, but I think he, he likes to be a little bit more of the silent leader on the pitch rather than what Jaka was, where it's like, if you're in the wrong spot or doing something wrong, like he was going to let you know. <laughs> Do you think Zinchenko, despite his stature, could kind of fall into that? I could see it. I mean, he's already was, I guess, kind of in that realm. Um, but I think a lot of his leadership came from more of just the experience he had at City and, and you know, going on these title runs and, and having to win these must-win games and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I think he can definitely play a part there. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it might just be one of those things where it's it's not one person that kind of takes over the sure. role, but, you know, now it's opened up this this little, like, cavity or whatever mm. like multiple people will fill it in it's so. a unit all right and then one last yeah. thing for you um this team was pretty dis- disciplined this year do you know anyone who got a red card zero boy. well played <laughs> well played i mean that's impressive yeah. to go the whole season without getting a red um yeah. you know i don't know too many teams that have done it uh i i'm pretty sure Oh man, I, I know I want to say someone from Liverpool got a red this year, but now I'm trying to think back. I'm like, maybe we went the whole year without a red, but I think one of us did, and I just can't put my name on it. Um, I mean, even City, even City got a red. Um, granted, they got rid of that player shortly after in Cancelo. <laughs> That's why the red card. You're out of here. But it did exist. It did exist. Uh, yeah. yeah, Nunez. Duh. There it is. Oh, um, that's like that might be the red card of the season. Um, against Anderson, but but, I mean, yeah, you know, Arsenal years past got a good handful of reds, a lot of them being Jaka, but you know, (laughs) and that might've been part of the reason that Arteta wanted to play him a little bit higher is to just give him uh, some peace of mind there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess if I had to 
like give Arsenal season a grade, um, I'm probably gonna go like an A. I, I mean, think so. You did almost everything right. A minus. I I would say A honestly, a? like not even A minus because you you there was you know the 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 Liverpool draw, the Southampton, the West Ham, where like the season just kind of fell apart. Um, but beyond that, like everything kind of went as it should have. Like right. there's definitely another stumble here and there, but um, you know Arsenal ended with I think the I think the second most points they've ever scored in a season um i think the most goals they've ever scored in a season um they had you know multiple players on on double digit goal contributions ramsdale with i think 14 clean sheets which is i think tied for second um you know everyone performed pretty well Uh, to me that's that's a worthy like a plus is the title yeah i'd say a plus of the title so it's like you know if if it's uh this anomaly that is the the city team of like it's city like they they go on these 15 game runs at the end of the season like (laughs) without that like no one else was even close to challenging city for the title right so like at least Arsenal put up a little bit of a fight, made it a little bit interesting. <laughs> so let, let's get grading then, if you if you don't mind. Would you give sure, City yeah. an A? Um, I'll kind of I'll, I'll say my little piece on it. Like, why was this even close for them? That, that's kind of like my yeah. take on it. I mean, there are a bunch of teams who maybe thought about competing at the start. <laughs> Liverpool, which I already <laughs> gave them my grade, and I think they should have been up there. But you know, things happen. But I don't know city kept this lingering for too long it's like I, yeah i think I, in my book they're maybe getting to be plus yeah they won it but they were expected to win it from day one and it really wasn't until match day correct me if i'm wrong maybe match day 32 33 is when it like it flopped right and they, they passed arsenal yeah yeah i mean yeah i think you gotta you know take some perspective with each team on on this grading mm-hmm. so like you know, we know what City is capable of. So, yeah, it, like, to let it kind of almost get away from them this season certainly hurts the grade, I'd say. Okay. Um, Could you imagine having the top goal scorer of all time at age 22 and not win it? That just sounds so... Like, they were... That was the pace we were at up until um, well, up until the see, draws. That, that was the thing. Is like I think Pep just made it too hard on himself. Just, just feed... Holland's runs, feed him the ball. He's gonna score, but he always wanted to do these like intricate little build-up things. It's like, know, dude, this isn't Barcelona. This isn't La Liga where they can just kill you and like, oh, it's a yellow. Okay, I'm gonna do that every game. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess if I had to give City a grade, I think I, I think I maybe go like B plus. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think because just expectations were there. Mm-hmm. Um, that they should have been a plus and to points they now, were if they do end up winning the treble i think you maybe bump it up we gotta focus we're focusing premier league premier league only we have yeah, we're just yeah doing premier league. yeah yeah, yeah. And this will be the uh, uh let's say they win you know fa cup and, and champions league this will be the uh the the grade point average that drags them down a little bit. 
<laughs> they lose the FA Cup, might give them a B. If they uh, lose Champions League, I don't know. Nah, I mean, FA Cup against United, you should have they that. They should the smoke bag. them. Smoke <laughs> them. Which, next Saturday, I hope we get to do another pod for that one. I think that would be fun. Even if it's just a quick game day sample. Um, yeah. But hey, let's go. Segue. We're, we're good at this. Man United mm-hmm. grade, 75 points, 23 wins, 6 draws, 9 losses. A goal differential of plus 15, which would be uh, sixth Not best. Great. Not great. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> Three better than Brentford. Well, that's I think that's how you yeah. got to look at that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they had a really bad start in the season. Kind of made something of it, basically only because like, Rashford turned it on for... Like what, a month or two, and that's it. Was like it. January and February, and that was about it. Um, I'd maybe go like, maybe like C plus B minus territory. I was gonna say B. I mean, we we put them in our top four, and I feel like if you're in the top four, you deserve a a decent grade. So B minus at worst, B B for me. Um, but the start of the season, I mean, that was. That was rocky, so yeah, they yeah, figured, it, they figured mean, they, it out a little bit. Yeah, they they grew into it, and I don't know, just a lot of their performances aren't like. I mean, in this back half, they've been definitely better, but for a long time, a lot of their performances were just like not very convincing. Yeah, and um, I don't know. I guess they got the points where it mattered, but yeah, I'd, I'd go like B minus, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. All right, Newcastle. This is an interesting one. I know. Um, I kind of want to say I'd maybe go like A. Yeah, I'm giving them an A minus. Yeah. They really I mean, they they started out decent. They mm-hmm. they drew City in the beginning of the year. One of the one of my more favorite matches of the year. Their defense was rock solid, and then all of a sudden they figured out, oh, we have a pretty damn good offense, too. Like, maybe we should start attacking and countering and doing all these things that our players are capable of. And then all of a sudden, like, they just, like, shoop, started going like this. A little bit of a plateau. Not a crazy one, but a little bit of a plateau. Um, Pope playing out of his mind. You know, it's the the Burnley DNA. It's expected. Um, I mean, look at the... I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I I know they're... Their, you know, rise to excellence has been funded by money rather than just, you know, pure tactics and 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 skill, which like still in there for sure. But, um, but I mean, considering where they have been in years past to now back up in the Champions League, and you know, my my biggest critique of them earlier in the season was that they couldn't turn their draws into wins. <laughs> And then, 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 yeah, they like figured out their attack and and started actually dominating these games. So, you know, I, I think if you're a Newcastle fan, like, that's probably the season you were hoping for, right? Like, of course, everyone has the dream of the title, but considering where you were at, and now you're you're up there playing with top four, like all year playing in top four, basically. They weren't never not. They were never not in it. Um, yeah. Maybe not for the title, but they were always in top four. I don't believe they ever dropped out of it. Uh, yeah, no, impressive year for them. I, I think they should be happy with where they're at. Champions League. It'll be interesting to see 
what type of money they splash this summer. Yeah. How much money do you think they're throwing out there? I don't... Just because they've been fairly um, constrained in their, their, like, spending. Like, they have spent more than they ever did before, but... um, you know, they've been smart about the people they've brought in, too. Yep. I don't think it's going to be, like, a splash the cash all over the place sort of situation. Like, I think they'll probably... I think they got to kind of get a left winger. Like, St. Maxman is, is great on his day, but he seems to be injured a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got Gordon. Gordon Gordon I, made the sheet, and he's there. I don't, yeah, Again, I don't I'm not... He's, I'm I'm not a fan of Gordon either, yeah. so I don't know if he's the one. But that's yeah. that's who they spent money on. So true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think maybe I'd like to see just a uh, like they need a I think a, like a good like Casemiro defensive mid kind of guy. Like Bruno kind of holds it down, but I think Bruno should kind of be pushed up a little bit more. He's a little mm-hmm. bit more creative and and has a decent shot on him. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think they need too much, because I I don't think you want to make top four, spend all this money trying to get to the league title the next season. Like, I think you want to get a few years of just like sustained Champions League money, you know, Champions League recognition. Ideally, I guess that's the way. But I mean, if you're if your owners got this money to throw around, they might want you know that more instant success and <laughs> what about Xhaka uh, to Newcastle I don't know it's kind of fitting he'd go no, back to that like so. villainous role for me <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right? yeah I mean there's been talk of uh, them looking at Kieran Tierney for their left mm. back which makes too much sense so I think that'll probably happen okay. um, I just hope that Arsenal you know Arsenal knows they have money, so right. hold out for Make as much pay as you can. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Like, I could maybe see them throwing something at Madison. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's a good player. He creates a lot. Um, James Ward Prowse. I know. Someone's I want to know where those two dudes go. That's really <laughs> fascinating. Um, yeah. I'd be pumped to get one of them, honestly. I, yeah, yeah. Either one is, I think, a good pickup for pretty so much any club. Many, I think so many. Um, okay, let's let's do Brighton next. First time in Europe. Uh, can you not give them an A? Like phew. losing their coach, I mean, losing arguably their best player in Trossard, middle of the year, maybe not even the middle of the year, earlier before the transfer yeah. window, just because he kind of was phased out. Um, all of a sudden, everyone's screaming Brighton and here they are in Europe next year. I mean they they've I think pretty much become everyone's other favorite team. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> not to enjoy them. It really is. They, I, I mean yeah, they, they play, you know, fast, exciting football. It, it's fun to watch. They're they're scoring great goals, beating big teams. Um I think A is is justified like it was maybe going to be an A plus if they made it into Champions League because like they did have that opportunity, but yep. I mean, kind of the same situation as Newcastle. Like considering where Brighton's been for the past few years, of like mid table, now to be up here and, and kind of be that team that a lot of people are afraid of. 
it's a it's a good shout. Um, a sounds good. They, I want to see what they do next year. I hope they can <laughs> hang on to a lot of people. Me too. You know, I'm laughing just because I'm looking at the table right now, and I, I know where this is going. But from from the top six down, I just want to go rapid fire. Okay, uh-huh. just give me give me your first guess. We're not even going to talk about it, but we're just going to go bang, bang, bang all the way down. Okay, you ready? Ready. Ashton Villa. Um, A minus. I, I, A minus. I agree. Tottenham. F. You're going F, dude. They have. This is the first time they haven't made Europe in 13 years. Uh, three managers. Uh, uh, Harry Kane scoring the most goals ever, and they can't do anything with it. Chad, this is a failure. This is a failure of a season. Look, I was always going to go F, but I wanted you to listen to things. So <laughs> F. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's, there's, they just built that whole new oh. big ass stadium for nothing. Oh my nothing going lord! On. Oh, I'm, I'm to, just, I almost cried. I know we're doing a, a rapid Woo. fire, but like, yeah, let me take a minute. Their manager search has been abysmal. Abysmal. They've they've missed out on some some targets already, um, and it kind of got me thinking of like, I don't know what manager would want to take this role right now because have you applied you're i should (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean you're coming in probably without harry kane next season most likely if 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 they convince him to stay and run down his contract like shame on them it's worth it if if you get back into europe but i'd almost rather just take the money and and start your rebuild this year like why not this next season they could sell Um, off so much and, yeah. and and get their money and just start it. You might as well, honestly. But um, I, yeah, I don't know. Like you, no Kane, no Europe. The the club is like kind of directionless at the moment. Like they, there's no. It's not like a youth project. It's not, you know, uh, we need a Conte to come in and win now because we have the players. It's this weird mishmash <laughs> of. What do we do? Yeah, like it's just it's a hot mess right now. I I saw some of the names got thrown around of like um the manager from from Celtic was looked at um and from Feyenoord or, or yeah, yeah, Feyenoord, yeah. Yeah. In the um, Netherlands. Yeah. Um but like they just won the league with with their team so like I don't know if you jump at this as your like big Premier League move, right? Like you maybe Ride your success a little bit more. It's a risk. But, I mean, to watch Tottenham go through multiple managers and get nothing out of it, and, you know, you, you, you broke Conte, like, <laughs> to the point where he's calling out the players in the press conference. <laughs> and he's right. And he's right. That That's was crazy. Thing. Like, people gave him shit initially for, like, he shouldn't do that. But then, like... It, it was He's right. Literally <laughs> tweeting like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> um, what do you think of Graham Potter going here? Because I think Graham Potter probably wants a job, mm-hmm. and if it, they are going into rebuild mode, I think that's the right fit. I think I think this probably should have always been the step for Potter, like a a, a team like of this stature where it's you know you do kind of fight in the the top six top four European places, but you're not a Chelsea where it's like 
we expect to win the league tomorrow, or like win the Champions League. Like, yep. yeah. And I know that Chelsea new owner, like it may be a, a little bit different, but like they splashed so much money over there that you had to win. Um, whereas the Tottenham spot now, like if it is, it's going to be the rebuilds. Then you know Potter did a great job with Brighton. And and you know keeping them afloat and um, you know Brighton under him still took points off some big teams and it could be a a, a pretty good appointment. Um, I think they just gotta they gotta come to terms with either we keep Kane and hope he gets us back into Europe for the next season, or we just bite the bullet now, sell him for whatever we can get, start the rebuilds. Mm-hmm. Like if it, you're already kind of down after this season maybe you just do that maybe it's you know next season is a little bit rough too because you're rebuilding maybe it's season after that too i don't know but you got to do something you can't just keep hoping that kane will sign another like six-year contract and stick around like united will look at him there's talk of madrid looking at him now you know don't throw money yeah, and you you can't have a a thirty goal a season striker sitting on your your team that's not even in Europe now. Like, <laughs> it's wild. It's fascinating they're even in this position, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know a lot of people who know what they're gonna do next. But them losing out in Europe to Ashton Villa on the final day, ah, fucking delightful. Mwah, yes, fucking beautiful. All right, I like I like oh. to think that Brighton knew. Um, that Villa needed the win to to keep Tottenham out. So I love it. I love it. Worked together on that one. They, co- they collabed <laughs> and and they made it happen. Uh, yeah. Brentford. Brentford. Um, I'm gonna go A. I'm gonna go B plus because they were had a chance in Europe and they didn't make it. And I think sure. they they maybe could have. Uh, Fulham. Fulham. Uh, B B. C plus for me. They had a great start and they kind of fell apart. Yeah. If you want to give your reason yeah. for your grade and a, how about we'll do a, a sentence for your grade and yeah. Um, I mean B only because like you you you, kind of, you came up and you're up and you stayed up and yeah you, you started good and it just kind of fell flat. But B <laughs> Crystal Palace, forty five points, eleventh. Um just the average so like c oh. c plus oh like, okay okay i'm gonna that's go like where they've always been in my head it's just like 11 12 13 something like that yeah i'll, <laughs> I'll give them i'll give them a b because roy hodgson saved their season and i thought they were going to sure, get relegated an, a couple of weeks ago it wasn't that long yeah. ago when i was like this is the worst <laughs> team in the premier league bet on it and then uh Roy Hodgson's made them a B for me. Prior to Roy, D. I'm sorry. I'll I'll make that a fact. Uh, All right. Chelsea, 12, 44 points. Uh, That's got to be an F for sure. (laughs) Like, if you could go below an F, you might need to. (laughs) I mean, as much as we talked about Tottenham's manager struggles, like, you got rid of a Tuchel to bring in Potter to bring in Lampard and twelve, baby, twelve. <laughs> um, do this I, is going to be an interesting watch. You remember? I mean, you remember in in uh, high school we get NC for no credit. That's I'm giving them a no credit here because 
they don't i don't they don't deserve a grade are you kidding me 600 million dollars spent and this is what they have to show for it they don't deserve a grade that's awful yeah awful they were in they were battling arguably for relegation just like i felt like two or three weeks ago because they hadn't hit the 40 point mark at week 35 (laughs) how absurd is that yeah i I mean yeah for at least the individual quality that's in that that squad they got zero return on on anything and uh, i mean yeah uh, it'll be interesting to see if if pochettino can do anything with this squad i mean they're gonna have to try and sell some people but i think you're losing money on them because no one put in a good shift this year so they're signed for 10 years and whatever else benefits included so yeah ridiculous okay wolverhampton um say maybe like I'm gonna go like C plus. Yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat too. C C plus. They did what they arguably have always done. Just kind of hung around, stayed in Premier League. Enough. Did like, enough. <laughs> did enough. Uh, West Ham. Um. I maybe go like C minus. Yeah. On I'm leaning C minus as well. Maybe even a D. Yeah. Like um, they were top top seven top eight last year which is why they're now in the europa conference league final so confusing team i think they were confused as well i expect out of all these teams honestly on this list uh including chelsea i expect them to make the biggest jump in standings next year i could see them going from 14th to maybe eighth maybe even seventh um depending on what talent they lose talent they bring in Mm -hmm. if they keep the exact same squad now there's no reason why this team can't be better than what they've shown this year yeah, for real. Uh, Bournemouth. Um. <laughs> C. I think I think we're about to hit the C group here. I agree with you there. I don't really have much to say. Their nine zero uh, bounce back against Liverpool was actually decent after that game. They surprisingly played yeah. better. Um. So you know, not to get relegated, I think you deserve a passing grade. So C. Yeah. Uh, Forest. <laughs> They hung um, on, Chad. They fucking held on. They held on, but they still spent a lot of money to barely make it out. I'd probably go, like... I mean, I guess you stayed up, so... Maybe C minus to C, somewhere in there. Like Same boat. Yeah. <laughs> they hung on. That's all. I think from week... Let's call it... Week 25 onwards, they said, we just need to hang on. Yeah. Scratch and claw our way. <laughs> we spent too much money. <laughs> that's, we can't that, go that, down. That, that was the reason. I swear to you, dude. That's what they were thinking. Probably. Um, okay, Everton. This is where maybe we take just like two or three minutes here. Because at the end of the game, um, beating Bournemouth 1-0, the fans rushed the field, acting like they just won the Premier yeah. League. And you have mixed, I, I I could hear it. You could hear it over the camera. You hear fans yelling and complaining, and then you hear fans cheering. And, like, I think both are true. Fans cheering because they're, they're staying in the Premier League since uh, since 19, I believe it was 1954, 1955 is when they got promoted, and they stuck around for all these years. Uh-huh. And you have fans saying, why are we even in this position? What are we doing? How embarrassing. Why are we rushing the field? And I'm like, that's. That's also yeah. true. That's very true. 
Um, so I'm going to give them a D minus because you look at the talent on that team, pretty good talent. There's no reason why they should have been where they were. Well, you're forgetting they had Frank Lampard, so forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I mean, yeah, I get like the fan excitement to stay up after it was looking not very likely for a while there. Um, but yeah, to, to, to rush the, the pitch afterwards is a bit much. And I think more of just the, uh, you know, social media day and age where you can have that video of like, we did it, we're on the pitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hmm. it, it, it it's not as, like, genuine as a title win or, like, I don't know. I guess that's kind of the only time uh, I would really. Uh, 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 let me Let me ask you this. Do you think Lester would have done that? Honestly, like deep down, I'm gonna say no. Even though they just like, I, I don't think that crowd would have done it. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't necessarily see them doing it. But if anything, they were more justified to do it because they started the day in relegation zone, and they yeah. won the game they needed to win. Yeah, so it, right. you know, they at least would have like moved up out of the relegation zone where Everton was just like, you started safe, right on the edge, but safe. And just stayed there, and like you got your your win, but it was a one nil victory against a Bournemouth team that has nothing to play for. Everton, I think, got a little lucky in that. I think Bournemouth Had wanted Bournemouth, to win. I think Bournemouth wanted to win, but like they also like they're not really fighting for anything. So like, and they're not the that times good. Where, yeah, like <laughs> and the, the times where they did try and get something going, like it just kind of fell apart and it, I don't think it was any credit to Everton of, you know, good defending or anything. Just Bournemouth is like, I think some players really want to win and, and you know, give Everton the loss and potentially relegate them. But I think a lot of it was just like, we're safe. We're chilling last mm. game of the season. Like, you know, no real, uh, whole kitchen sink time at the end. For God, Bournemouth. I wanted it. I wanted that so and, bad. The plus 10. the oh, That's what I was going to say, actually. Oh. Everton. <laughs> these idiots out there. <laughs> Wait, so who, get, who are we talking about? Are we talking about the players? The fans? Players. Okay. Players. players. <laughs> they get their one goal lead. I get it's a one goal lead. It can, it can disappear pretty quickly. But they're still playing this, like, long ball, like, route one. Not trying to possess the ball making crosses in just to do it like you're just handing the ball back to Bournemouth and potentially throwing away your lead like what are you doing like <laughs> you have the, you have the lead you're as of right now safe from relegation mm -hmm. you get a draw there uh you're not safe anymore like Leicester's got the better goal differential on you i just i don't know if if that was what the manager was saying, like we just we're going, we're getting multiple goals, or if it's no just like way. the players, I wouldn't think so. That's Dice like, over there. Pull. I mean, he has no more hair to pull out. That's that's how stressed yeah. he was. I mean, he did not look happy with what they were doing. I, I know exactly. Awobi kept crossing the ball into Gray. Gray taking uh, uh, shots off his own body and and not earning anything out of yeah. it. I mean, the commentators were saying the exact same thing that we're we're kind of commenting on too. Is is what are they doing? Do they not realize that they don't need to do any more? Yeah, like there, there, was, there was a moment, I think it was like 85, 80, 
six minutes, something like that, where I think they took a corner kick um, and then it like went in, got headed out, um, but like fell, I don't know, 35 yards out. And the Everton player was not challenged at all. Like no one was pushing him. And he just sends the cross back in. It's like, just hang on to the ball. Like, pass it around. Eat up some time. Like, you don't gotta. You don't have to get that second goal. I get that's, you know, more more safety for you if you get it. But like, it's more risk. It's more risk. And there are you know a few moments where Bournemouth nearly broke through, and you know Pickford had a, a pretty big save towards the end. And that was the one. He didn't have to do much that game, and that was the one where I was like, "Ooh, that was close." I was I was looking at the um, the Men in Blazers Instagram, and I think one of them is a an Evertonian, yeah, yeah. and oh my lord, was he scream! I was laughing at the way he was screaming, but I was also like, "Yeah, I don't." They were acting real stupid at times, and uh, it's wild. It would have been real interesting if they got relegated. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's your grade? I think probably similar to you, like D minus. Uh, yeah, I feel like D minus is good. Like, I don't want to go as far as F because it wasn't a total failure. Mm-hmm. It nearly was. But... Okay. Let me ask you, what does Sean Dyche get? Hmm. Um. I think probably like a C. Yeah. I thought he would do a little bit better with them than he did. Me too. Um. Yeah, I don't know. He he seemed to like, and maybe it's just a, a player issue. But there's they seem to sometimes try to go for games that they didn't need to go for, or like moments where they just like stopped defending and and lost their heads a little bit but yeah i mean everton like i don't think they're they're going to be that team that flirts around with with european places like they had done in the past like your your brightons your villas your brentfords like Tottenham's no they're better kind of up there like no way yeah so i think everton's certainly got a rebuild on the hands but uh I don't know. They got to make some smart moves because they got some quality in the squad, but I, I I don't know that you can hang on to those guys for too much longer if they're going to be fighting relegation every season. <laughs> yeah. It, it, last thing I want to know, uh, Yeri Mina. I was looking back in his past when I saw the the pinch bite thing that happened, yeah. and and last week he destroyed Holland. Holland had like pinch bruises all over his chest. Oh really? Yeah. And that's kind of he's kind of been notorious for that. So I was really paying attention to his game. Dude, he was. It didn't matter what player it was, his team or the opponent. He was grabbing on everyone. I was like, this guy is so like touchy feely on top of. I was like, he's like he's got to be one of the most annoying players to go against, just because he's he's and not like a. I'm putting my elbow into you. Not like I'm putting a body on. Like he's like just straight like holding onto you. Or like holding oh. people's faces, it was kind of outrageous, <laughs> at least in my opinion. And then yeah. when I don't remember who showed it, but uh, um, can you recall? I think it was Sol- it might oh, have been him. That's right, that's right. And he had the. It looked like a hickey, so it was hard to tell <laughs> what it was. Um, I'm assuming it was a pinch. I think pinch, um, yeah. But that looked kind of nasty. But I mean, so same thing. Like 
what are you doing? Like, you're potentially giving away a penalty kick here because you are a defender who's, like, very physical. But, like, today is not the day to, to flirt with that line of, of, you know, what will get called and what won't. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I wish I had an answer for what was going through his mind. But that team lacks seniority and discipline. And I think... Yeah. If anyone needs to do it, it was probably been Tarkowski, but I think Tarkowski is just not that type of guy, especially because he had Ben Me at Burnley, so he never had to be yeah. that person. Um, so yeah, that that's 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 all for Everton. I just kind of grinded my gears when everyone was rushing the field, and I was like, "Holy, like, congrats! Yeah. You didn't I mean, get I relegated." Just, I just think back of watching like Sac Republic games in the stands, and um, just like they're playing like really shitty and you know the team is capable of much more than that and like i'm one of the fans that like i just get annoyed it's, and it's not even if they come back and win like i just leave that game annoyed because like we should not have been in that position right better team than that and i've never had an experience where like i had an opportunity to rush the field or or felt the need to but like yeah this just doesn't feel very like hey, genuine we've, we've rushed one field before well, yeah, but, and that was I mean, worth it. That was a PK shootout in a. I don't know what the. I don't know what the outcome was, but it was. <laughs> that was a moment where you rushed the field. It was a win against a, a team you like don't beat that often, and that's where I yeah. think it should have happened. Not against Bournemouth, who lost nine zero earlier in the season and is only three points ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> now, if they beat Man City at full strength or whatever, something like that, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And if they weren't already in relegation, maybe. But that's 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 another thing. So uh all right, Lester. I mean Oh um I think it's gotta be an F. I think we gotta go Fs. Like they they should have been better. Um I think a lot of this does come down to Rogers and no, I guess maybe more more just like the Lester board to not get rid of him much sooner. Sabotage. Sabotage, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Like, if you're you got plenty of defenders on in your squad, and you're going through periods of the season where you're playing midfielders and defense, and yep. it just was kind of a shit show all season for them. Um, I'm excited to see where Madison goes. I'm excited to see where Tielman goes. A lot of players Soyan- on that team. Soyanchu, I think, is already signed to Atletico. Atletico, yep. So, I mean, that that's a great move for him. Um, hey, Wout Fast got on the score sheet last day. <laughs> I saw him score, and I was like, Michael thinks you're the worst defender, but I don't know now. You got the goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, what they do, because Vardy's not going to be your guy to bring you back up anymore. I heard he's going to uh, stick around. He might stick around, but like he'll probably be more of the same of this season, where he's just kind of more cameo appearance appearances. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. I think I think without Madison and the team, they're a much different team. He he offers a lot of creativity, sets up a lot of plays. But uh, I don't know. I, I think their ownership. Work. I think their ownership's really good why they didn't get rid of Rodgers earlier and all that crap. Who knows? But I think their ownership will get them back in the Premier League. Um, time stamp me, episode 37. They will be back in the Premier League within, within the next two years. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. 
I like it. Yeah. All right. Leeds. Oh, sorry. I'm going to give Lester a D minus just because I believe Rogers sabotaged this team earlier in the year. It's fair. Now my next two pretty straightforward Leeds F. Uh, And that's partially because they didn't let Jesse do his thing post transfer window. Who knows? Mm Could have been the same effect, but we'll never know. Um, So F to the board, F to the players, the lack of effort, the lack of, Bamford's scoring ability. So many things went oh, wrong for this team where it was like you 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 could have been better. This team beat Liverpool in like a hard fought match and they never did they never fought for anything else. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they had these moments where they looked like good and, and could compete and you know, at least not be in the relegation zone, but then <laughs> so many other times it's just that that thing we always say where they just like run back and forth and they hit each box and they don't know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, bummer because you know that it was kind of the American contingent. Um, I saw the that Aronson has a release clause in his contract since he got relegated. Um, McKinney goes back to Juventus because he got relegated. Tyler Adams, I'm sure, will go somewhere. Like he he seemed decent enough when he was playing. Um, Those guys have like Fulham, Brentford. Brighton Villa DNA and all like hardworking, but just need a little bit better team culture. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, they could they could jump to one of the newly promoted teams. I mean, you're uh, you got some Premier League experience, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that might work out to to have the excitement of a newly promoted team for sure, and get everyone kind of energized and and ready to play. But I mean, yeah, Leeds I think was just disappointing yep. season clearly yep. <laughs> Southampton F as well yeah I mean I mean yeah you ended the season with 25 points like <laughs> that's that's one of the worst returns I've seen in recent history so I just it feels weird for Southampton to go down because I think they've they've been in it for ever since I've been really paying attention to Premier League. Long time. And, you know, have, have always kind of been one of those teams where they might get beat 9-0, but, like, they bounce back and they survive and they get some other good wins. And, yep. I mean, they've had a lot of decent players over the years. And, and I don't know, I think they kind of just ran out of the, the good luck or something. But, uh, yeah, James Ward-Prowse will go somewhere. They, maybe it <laughs> they beat chelsea this year which is kind of their highlight yeah yeah and, and i mean look, they, they beat leeds they beat everton they beat the other teams who could have been relegated too so it's just i don't know they uh they drew arsenal which is wild yeah it's yeah like i mean it, twice they can put up a twice. fight so i mean i'm glad to see them go because they've been arsenal's bogey team for quite a while now so right. i mean yeah, i remember that <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean, a bummer, but you know, get some some fresh blood, some fresh ideas into the Premier League, and let Southampton kind of rebuild or, or yep. figure out their stuff. And yeah, James Ward Prowse, who's taking him? Take. I know it's fascinating. Um, all right, Chad, do you have a favorite game from this year? Um, overall, or like Arsenal game? Your favorite Arsenal game this year? Favorite Arsenal game. Um, 
there's there's a lot in like the early days mm-hmm. of the season, like that Bournemouth win because you get that Saliba curler and like the fans singing the Saliba song for the entire ninety minutes. Right, yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> but that one always sticks out. Um, I mean, doing the double over Tottenham's always fun. <laughs> um, I think like the most recent one that I kept kind of thinking about was the the win over Newcastle, just because like mm. they were so hot. Arsenal was kind of coming out of their kind of like stumble period and Arsenal just like played their game and showed that they could be the, uh, a good team and, and, you know, fend off this Newcastle team that was, you know, putting in all these goals past Tottenham and, and every single game, it seemed like they were going three, four nil and stuff. It's like, I don't know for Arsenal to, to go there and get a pretty solid two nil win. Um, especially away from home, I think was like one of those was like kept me believing that, that something could happen, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I had to go like overall game, yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's gotta be the Liverpool man. You seven nil. Like I almost went the, the Newcastle Tottenham cause well, that was five, one six one something like that but that liverpool one like like so the newcastle one was very concentrated in that first half that liverpool one went the whole game like it couldn't believe my ass couldn't believe it i you know i didn't get to see the game live but i watched it the next day and uh it's on my list of 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 games and you know i was kind of undecided on if that was going to be the one of the season but i'm gonna i'll sway to the other one um but that game was just ridiculous. Seven nil. Are yeah. you kidding me against Man U? Oh. Yeah, against a rival like that. I mean, that, embarrassing. So as as an entertainment game, like yeah, that's that's up there. Um, I think for me, like the true nail biter, the game where I was like on the edge of my seat was it had to have been the City Liverpool game when they won one nil. That that game was I, I just got goosebumps talking about it just now. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. That game was so crazy. I I just remember I think I was home alone. I don't, I don't think Kristen was here. Um, I just remember yelling. I think Sala got the game winner uh, with a cheeky little. I think it was a chip over Ederson. Again, I'm trying to go off my memory here. Um, but I just remember it was it was like him and nobody else after the halfway line because he's just still that blistering fast and, and scoring that yeah. goal and then securing the victory over them. I was like, I think actually coming on the pod, I was pretty hyped. I think it said we're this is our title breaking like moment. And you looked at me and said, okay, like, <laughs> like hold on. Like, how many beers have you had today? And it was a couple, but um, that, that, that moment was really cool. And again, I still remember it out of all the games this year. That was the one that really stood out. Um, and then as a neutral, I mean, there are a lot of games that came to mind, um, but I think the one that stood out, and it's just because I called it, so it's still in my memory, was when Bournemouth came back and beat Tottenham. Three two. <laughs> that one just like, just like, oh, it's a little, it just right over the edge of of the redemption game, uh, calling that it could happen because they want that revenge, and then the yeah. fact it happening literally at the same time as like when Tottenham did it to them, like that's just too perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good one too. I mean, I, I, there's just been so many, I think, good games. Like, yep. whether it was just high score lines or that little bit of like a comeback or like redemption kind of game this season. So, 
I mean, entertaining across the board. Like a lot of the Brighton games are, are pretty entertaining. Like, I mean, even when they lost five nil to to Everton, you know, that not great for Brighton. Wild. But it, I mean, it was just yeah, so wild that you know you see that and you think Everton is gonna like for like, sure be safe, fuck? and then <laughs> they kind of flounder a little bit still. But like Everton uh, scoring five. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, yeah, like fun season like i said i mean super fun season this season's been crazy it's been so like it's been out of the norm just because of how many teams are now in the top 10 who weren't previously and you know thanks to chelsea and tottenham for for making things weird for newcastle deciding to play hard for arsenal coming out of nowhere from last i mean not out of nowhere but making a big change um Mm -hmm. I do say I, I owe you a beer because Holland did not score five goals in a game. <laughs> Only because Pep did not want it to happen. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. So many opportunities of hat tricks yeah. by the 50th minute. And you telling me you couldn't score two more in 40 minutes? Bull, Pep. Bull. I mean, I think... I think you just gotta let him let him cook sometimes, right? Like let him cook. Let the man cook. <laughs> One time, I get, I get like you're trying to play it safe, you know, make sure he's never did. well rested, not getting injured or whatever. But like, man, like once the it, I, I don't know. You got Holland on your team. Throw him out there. Let him play. He's the 22, game. Pep. He's 22. <laughs> he's gonna be just fine tomorrow. Okay. No, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, that was a good report card session. Good games. Uh, let's just do a brief promotion. We're going to see Burnley, Sheffield, and Lutton Town come up. That Lutton PK shootout was pretty sweet. I feel terrible for... Is it Dabu? Uh, yeah, I think that's his name. Oh, man. Dude, yeah. I like try to put Bro. myself in his shoes. And I was like... Uh, that hurts. That oh, hurts. God. And it's not his fault. It's like, it sucks to miss that. Anyone that misses a PK, I just feel bad for. In that moment. Yeah. If he would have shot, oh, yeah. if he would have been first, or whatever order, or not, like, anyone could have been in his place. Um, shout out to Horvath, our... our our, Another uh, American in the dude, League now. Hey man, it'll be. I hope. I mean, he he should start. He will start for them. I assume going into next year. Um, you know, it'd be cool to see Matt Turner kind of go to maybe one of these teams. I, I know yeah. he probably isn't going to have a a starting spot over Ramsdale, but it's cool to see another American keeper come up. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Burnley. I think it's going to be the weird one because I haven't watched any of them this season since they've gone down and my memory is the Sean Dyche Burnley that you know Burnley. yeah now it's completely different and I think it'll be interesting to, to see them um, it's Burnley and company now yeah Sheesh. we'll see it if, if it's uh, you know another pep prodigy that, that might cause some upsets along the way and I don't know it'll, it'll be cool you know not just not just Sean Dyche Burnley coming back up and what we expect, just a completely kind of unknown how they're they're going to perform and uh, yeah. Well, and a lot of those guys. Down. I mean, it's been it's been what two? Uh, well, I guess last year Burnley was around. Do you think? Um, I mean, they have a couple players. Uh, you know, I was kind of looking through their roster. Three or four, at least notable names who stood out to me that were already in the Premier League. So they're already like they're familiar. They kind of know what it takes. 
Um, yeah. I don't ex- you know out of all out of those three teams coming up, that'd be the one where I least expect to go down. Um, uh-huh. Just quick prediction here: out of the twenty teams that are now in the Premier League as of the twenty three twenty four season. We're doing early predictions, Chad. Like way early. <laughs> Who's getting relegated? Hey, hey, hey. Um Damn. I love these games. <laughs> They're just so odd and out there. How about I I'll go first. I got one. Sure. I think Bournemouth might be down there. Yeah, um, I was kind of thinking them. They kind of, um, they already are down there. It's just how much further could they go? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'd like to see Luton Town stay up. I like to see all those teams stay up. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I like to see all of them stay up. But I think they might be the one that maybe falls back down right away. Um. I think Forest is still going to be a big question mark. You know, you got a uh, kind of the bloated squad and all this money spent, and they still didn't really get much of a return from it. Um, you know, maybe this summer they'll they'll thin it out and and kind of finalize their squad. But um, I think. Yeah, I'm going to put Forrest in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of see these teams cycle. You know, it's like it's a two-year ordeal. Yeah, like they get two years up and they go back down in two years. I I wouldn't be surprised if Forrest does that too, and and this ends their two-year little break. Um, I, I weirdly see Fulham kind of being in that list too, depending on what moves they make. I do think they they had a great start, but. Mm-hmm. From January onward, I do think that was a relegation-like team. So that's kind of interesting to me, too. Again, I don't know much about London Town, about Sheffield, yeah. only a little bit about Burnley. Those three teams could come up and go right back down, and it wouldn't surprise me uh, in in one bit just because I, I don't say that's a trend, but you know, Southampton and, and Leicester and yeah. Southampton and Leicester have been in the Premier League. Can't tell you how long, but ever since I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, um, Leicester probably came up twenty fourteen because I remember I the there, it was yeah. the Watford playoff game, which is just like a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, missed the PK to to take it back to the other end. That but... was that was twenty thirteen. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I think yeah, Forest, Bournemouth. I want to say maybe Wolves too, because like mm. even even when they started to stabilize a little bit, it was still not great. Yep. <laughs> so and I mean they they had that run of you know no striker scoring for <laughs> too long. <laughs> they broke it, right? Costa. They did. Costa they got did in. Break it, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can't you can't have a run like that and yep. and want to stay up so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to see all the three newly promoted teams stay up just to, you know, switch it up again the following year. But um, if I had to pick one of them to stay up, it would probably be Burnley. Yep. Um, Yeah, Luton Town is 
unknown to me, but I think just... I, I, like I've seen, I don't know if you've seen the videos of entering the the away end at their stadium, going through people's backyards. But like, it's hilarious. That's the level, like the stature of of the club. So like, they clearly don't have as much financial backing as all the other teams. And and you know, it's. I think they'll they'll have some good, exciting games there because it is such a vast change from like the big you know 60,000 seater stadiums to now this I think they're like a 10,000 seat stadium so I don't know they could get some upsets in there but I don't know that they'll survive yeah I'm we're on the same page about that one and then last prediction we're three years out from seeing Wrexham in the Premier League at least <laughs> at a year least, yeah. a year from now will they be promoted um I think so, only because they probably have more financial backing than a lot of the teams do in, in League 2, and I mean, it, as it, I think it would be a draw to some players to be, to go to that team because they know that there's this show that follows it, so like, marketing, not, yeah, like, not that you like have much of a brand at that level, but it's something like we all know Paul Mullins now, like crazy. Never heard of this guy before the show, and you know now he's like not a household name, but you know a name that people recognize it if they're in the the football world. So that's so cool. <laughs> fucking fourth tier team, and everyone knows their name. It's so crazy to think about. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it would be cool to watch them. You know, continue to get promoted. Um, I think they can do it this next one. I think once they're in League One, they'll start to like really yeah. feel some some competition and pushback. And um, I mean, if they make it up to Championship, that's that's always a big fight, regardless of the money you got. So we'll see. We'll see. Well, we should get season two. Hopefully soonish, probably. Um, um, love to see that when that comes out. But I think that was good early predictions. Early, early, early predictions early. for next year. Um, yeah, ask me after the transfer window. We'll see. Yeah, I'm <laughs> who, just, brought, who came in? Who I came think, out? I think after transfer window that we can get into uh, just title favorites. I mean, we, I'm sure we have one in our head, and that's just because it's inevitable. Yeah. But. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who brings yeah. in who, and and then we'll run from there. So I got nothing else. I'll see you probably next weekend. We can do a little FA Cup uh, finale yeah. for the Premier League, and then maybe we'll do a Champions League. Everyone better be an Inter Milan fan in two weeks, or else we're gonna have some major problems. Um, <laughs> and then we got nothing until uh, Women's World Cup. Which hey, I'm gonna start promoting. Uh, Kristen laughed at me, but I was like, we got the hooligans pitch, but it's about time we started like, you know, getting women involved and seeing like, maybe there's women out here who could do their own, uh, their own podcast collaborating, whatever. And I was like the hula gals pitch. And I was like, Oh my God. And she was like, hula, they're going to like get confused with luau's. I was like, no, 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 it's not, it's not hula, it's huli gals. So, um, something to just something to think about, and you know, we, we we can even call it the Hula Gals pitch, and it's you and me talking about uh, the Women's World Cup and whatnot. So, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, looking forward to that. I think it'll be fun. 
um, especially because the NWSL is growing so much. Uh, new pro team in the Bay Area, super neat. Um, hoping that we can somehow get involved with them. That would be absolutely wild. But that'd be cool. One year down, Chad. Cheers to that. Uh, it went quick, you know. Dang. It. I think the only time it felt, um, not a lot, but like I noticed it was when the World Cup was going because it was just like back to back to back. We were like inputting the the stats and then like talking about it. Um, but I mean, it's been a fun ride. It's, it's, I got no one else to talk like this in my personal life. <laughs> so <laughs> you've done me a favor as well. And, and Kara a favor. Cause she doesn't want to hear about it. You know? Yeah, no, I know. I, I get you. I think there was only, uh, one cold night in January on a random Tuesday when we had a pod and it was late and I was like, that did not, that was not our, not yeah. our jam, but Hey, boring weeks happen in premier league. And luckily we only had maybe two or three maybe yeah uh other than that it's because no coaches got fired no one was getting like absolutely uh destroyed and then uh we found our groove again so yeah to 37 episodes to from beginning of august till now it's crazy it's crazy this year kind of flew this year flew by with it i won't lie yeah it's like you know new season starts in like 70 days so (laughs) it's right around the corner (laughs) We're going to have overlap of Women's World Cup in Premier League, too, so oh, yeah, yeah. we'll figure that out. But um, I got nothing else. Have you got nothing else? Yeah, that's it. All right, with that, end of Premier League. One more FA Cup game to go before our pool is over, uh, and we'll see who wins that thing. But right now, I think the standings are they're pretty locked. So Kind of locked, yeah. Until then, Chad, with that, the hooligans are out.